Maybe every time someone scores, you just hear that Dick Wolf dong dong. <laughs> <laughs>
And if we if we get it if we get those twenty weeks done early, right. we'll set some stretch goals to stretch goals contribute, contribute uh, yeah. a little bit more to the Philadelphia Union. Yeah. So when we hit Foundation. twenty successful twenty successful weeks, we make a donation, and then yeah, like you said, Paul, there's enough time in the rest of the season. We got some stretch goals. Um, All right. So let's yes. week one. What is it? This is, what is it? This is our weekly challenge for week one in honor of the opening game of the season happening at Subaru Park. Mm-hmm. We wanted you to take a picture of Subaru Park and, and or a selfie of yourself at Subaru Park or, you know, a picture <laughs> of your television showing the game on, on Saturday night. Yeah. Um, and post it to any of the uh, social medias, threads, Instagram. You can find us at Amore Philly Union and X or Twitter. You can find us at Amore Philly U. Mm-hmm. Add it. At, at us and we're starting very low very low we want to see if this is even going to possibly work yeah so our goal is three social media posts on any on, across those uh, uh those systems so at us we're looking for at least three posts if we get that mm-hmm. we'll call this one a, a success and heck you know get creative with it you know maybe we'll even uh um on the following week's episode we'll we'll at least comment on uh who we our favorites we, our favorite one and like definitely get some shout outs to your social media accounts yep. um you know hey if union hulk wants to do this <laughs> we will Absolutely. be giving a shout out to union hulk um yeah so if you want to take a picture of subaru park yourself at subaru park a picture of a subaru at some park that's fine <laughs> get creative i uh, yeah. you know but as always, if you just want to directly help the Union yeah. Foundation, we definitely encourage you to go visit PhiladelphiaUnionFoundation.org and and you know throw them throw some money with a donation, or better yet, get involved. You yeah. know, reach out to them, find out if there's a way you can volunteer. There's a yeah. lot of really good options that are there for them. Yeah, yeah. Each week, we'll be coming up with different challenges, and um, hopefully, they'll be in some way related to the upcoming games and such activities that are happening with the union. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have some ideas for what p- challenges we could come, if you see something in week eight and be like, "Hey, they're going up against the, you know Miami," so you know you got to get a picture of yourself with some sort of a stuffed flamingo or something like that, you know, whatever, <laughs> throw it out to us. We'll we'll certainly consider it. And also, just in case. Um... All of our social media media handles came at you too quick. You can always find all of our information on our website, amorephillyunion.com. And it has all Absolutely. of our RSS feeds and all that good stuff. Um, so you can always go there. All right. But the union have been active. Uh, yes, there have they been have. a couple of games now to talk about. Uh, with the final game of the preseason, mm-hmm. union took on Revolution midweek. Uh, it was a 0-0 draw. Mm-hmm. I unfortunately, although Trevor was broadcasting it, I yeah. didn't actually get a chance to watch the Wait, game. Did Trevor actually broadcast? Well, I mean, I don't know if it's actually Trevor, but well, you know what I mean. Proverbially, did, did stream the did stream the okay. game because obviously I didn't watch it. Um, and it was a zero-zero draw. So I mean, the the they played two forty-five minute halves, and the defense held them shut out, and that's yeah. not nothing against Carlos Gill and 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 the Union or the Revs attack. Um, yeah, Caleb Porter. You know, leaving yeah. them. It was funny on the website. It was slightly misleading because I, yeah, I missed. I missed the game for whatever reason. I I can't remember. But so I didn't catch the game live. But I went to see what the result was, and I remember the 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 headline on the union website was, um, uh, "Union." What was it? Something like, 
I'm looking for U- it. Union right hold the Union wrap-up preseason was shut out against New England Revolution. Yeah, and I said, like, hey, we won. No, we <laughs> didn't no, lose. It was a draw. <laughs> you know, it was a draw. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it is true that if uh, if you never give up a goal, you'll never lose a game. But, uh, you know, at the same yeah. point, it would have been nice to actually have gotten a, gotten a, gotten a point there yeah. or gotten a goal there to get the win. Um so I, I also don't have a ton to say about this game other than, hey, it was good to see the uh, the, the the defense kick in. And I believe that was uh, Elliott and, and Lowe playing uh, center defense in that one. So there's they, they have been rotating a lot of players through the preseason. So Absolutely. hopefully we'll see a lot of rotation through the season as the union are going to need it because they've got a lot of games lined up. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely I think one of the hallmarks of this whole preseason was just you know, I, I think even like, you know, medical staff were getting some time to play on the field. They just kept rotating <laughs> in all these new faces and stuff like that, playing around with lineups. Um, the actually, formation t- seems pretty, it's pretty uh, similar. I mean, there's some slight variations depending on the personnel on the field, whether they're playing a 4-4-2 or a 4-2-3-1. I didn't see any points where they went to a, the Christmas tree, the 4 3 2 one but yeah. Uh, yeah, there there are definitely some wrinkles in their formations, but uh, on the whole, they have been doing a good job rotating. Although I think yeah. a lot of it was to kind of prepare the yep. team for this first couple of weeks of the season, yep. trying to knock as much rust off as the Union started mm-hmm. their first competitive match in Costa Rica against Saprissa. Yeah, and that definitely. was last night and uh, late last night. I don't know why they put the game on so late. I, I don't know. Is Costa Rica in a different time zone? Yeah, are they, they are. I think are they in the Pacific? Time zone? It might be Pacific or or Mountain. I, I gotta. Um, that's my guess. Okay. So I think they're they're definitely I think at least two hours behind us, maybe three. I don't know. I have to check my check my Google Maps. But it was interesting. Curtin and his post game presser was talking about like you know the game the day was really nice down there apparently, and then as game time got closer, the the temperature yeah. dropped and the weather rolled in and it got really really rainy and yeah. messy and windy and uh-huh. um, I remember watching you know, watching the game and seeing like the, the the guys jerseys blowing around and yeah. I'm like wow this is going to really affect things although. Um, now, let's jump right into it. The Union end up winning this one, three to yeah. two. Well, Paul, actually, I was just going to say, dovetailing what you just said, cold, wet, messy. It's like that kind of plays into our hands to a certain degree, you know, because <laughs> we, we're good at playing a messy game. Um, so yeah. maybe maybe that's what helped give us this win. So whether or not even Mother Nature wants to play soccer or to have a street fight, <laughs> we'll show up for either. We could do either. Um, um so for so the union did end up winning this one. Yeah. Um, as far as the positives, let's just talk about it. Carranza scores a hat trick in the second half. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh Scoop's boy comes through in a big way with that hat trick. Uh, yes. I mean, if there was ever a statement to make at the beginning of the season, uh, that's a pretty big statement. Uh no. also I'll say that it looked like the union fielded um uh Paul, what you were kind of talking about in the previous previous week was it's going to be interesting to see what kind of lineup the union field and they fielded a very serious lineup they did that was a that was a lineup as if they were going into a final um so 
be interested to see what what message that says as we go forward in the season. Yeah, so just to, that was low and Glesnes on in center defense, Wagner out left, uh, Harriel out right, mm-hmm. and then Martinez at the base of the diamond with McLinn to the left, uh, Sullivan to the right, Gajdog at, at the attacking midfielder position, and then Ura and Carranza up top. Arguably, you could say Elliot and, and Glesnes would be our preferred center back pairing. But Damian Lowe has been getting a lot of time in in the preseason, mm-hmm. um, and he showed well. You know, he did a he did a good job in this game. So they definitely took this game seriously, and I will be interested to see what they roll out against Chicago, mm-hmm. and if they give any of these guys a rest, and it's then much of a rest, then bring out this lineup again for the return match against Saprissa in Philly next next yeah. Tuesday. Um, or if they try to keep rolling this this formation, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, certainly watching this game, the first half especially, there was a lot of rust out there. There, they, they, the, the union, Saprisa definitely yeah. had them back on their heels for at least yep. the first twenty minutes of the game. I agree. And the union were really hustling to try to make, try to find the open players, try to buy themselves some yeah. time on the ball. I um, I, I agree. And like what Curtin said at the post-game conference, and that was um, actually wrote down, the union did show discipline out there. So I know like at the beginning of the game, um, Saprisa was running that game, but the union maintained shape, uh, sometimes a little nervous making. Lowe had a few low moments where he was that little... You know, the baby fawn and their shaky legs and, you know, <laughs> that defense was a little shaky, but they maintained discipline. Now, there was a whole slew of yellow cards that oh came out in this game. A whole slew. Um, well, they didn't actually hit the yellow cards until 37 minutes. Sure. Yeah. It, 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 but it got chippy really fast. Um, yeah. Uh, for for uh, Because it's been, what, three years, I think, since they played Zaprisa. And it definitely felt like there was some animosity between these teams. Was it that long since we played Zaprisa? I, I think that's what I heard in the announcement. Like okay. 2021 was the last time. I, 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 when the I union we... beat them one nothing in Costa Rica and then 4 nothing in philadelphia yeah. and the thing about that game was that there was no there were no fans in the stands for that 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 oh, game okay. in Saprisa. and right. so you could definitely tell that the environment was affecting the union yeah. um you know it could have been just mostly preseason rust but it felt like um you know, like the, 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 they were impacted. I will say, as far as preseason rest, I was really surprised by Oro's lack of speed. Oh, okay. There were a couple of points there where he had a chance to to break past the player, and, mm. and um, you know, they kept up with him. And I would have just put that down to, oh, okay, I guess, I guess that guy's just that fast that he's able to keep up with Oro. Yeah. Except that in the second half. A play happened like that, and Sullivan beat that guy. Yeah. I'm not saying there's yeah. anything, you know. Sullivan's certainly faster than me, but I don't know that <laughs> Sullivan is faster than Aura. Um, yeah. So I was surprised, or at least what Aura was doing last season. Yeah, it's interesting because I, I watching, especially during the first half where Saprisa had kind of again the run of the game. To me, they felt fast. Those guys really felt like 
they were just off to the races and maybe a quick counterattack kind of thing. But I really thought Saprisa was looking pretty quick. So Aura, you know, basically keeping step or them keeping step with Aura. I was like, well, okay, you know, we just have a lot more fast players out there. But yeah, I do remember that play uh, where Sullivan, it was like a long ball and Mm -hmm. Sullivan beat out that defender. Mm -hmm. I remember thinking like, wow, where'd Sullivan get the Jets from? Yep. Um, So, I mean, also kudos to Sullivan. I mean, maybe he is getting some Jets, which is Yeah, he's 19. He could certainly be developing that power. (laughs) Exactly. Should we get get to the first you know, big major mistake from the union here in the first half. Cause I have questions. I feel like we're going to have to bring in some like legal experts about the whole. So just a quick step back here. So uh, just to remind everybody or for, for the new listeners. Um, so the union is facing off Saprisa and the champions, uh, Cup. champions, Cup. champions cup. cup. Exactly. And it's a, this is going to be a two game aggregate competition between us and right. Saprisa. And uh, in cases of of the overall score being tied, uh, away goals are weighed that much more, right? So mm-hmm. um, the fact that the Union scored three goals uh, is a is a big feather in our cap for the second game when Saprisa comes back to uh, Philadelphia, right? Um, well, we were talking about the, the the big mistake in the first half by the yes. Union. Yeah, so this whole Wagle thing, I kind of a little bit of a joke, but it is kind of a question. But let's let's jump into this now. So, so the union hadn't had yeah. given up a goal to Saprisa in quite a while. Exactly. Um, you know, uh, certainly their last two games they held them to shutouts. So the union in the first half, uh, there's a ball that breaks loose. It comes back into our half. Yep. Um, wind, rain. Let's remember that that is going yes. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Blessness plays a a a very high ball back towards Blake. Towards Blake. Now, one of the things that I try to co- try to coach all of my defenders is if you have to pass it back to a keeper, never pass it back on frame. Mm. And Glessness puts it back on frame. And mm. I don't know why Blake was where he was, was but weird. he tries to make some sort of a diving body check, the block to stop the ball and just totally misses. And this ball just goes right into the uh, union net. It and was it was a, it was a, it was like 40, 50 yards out. It was crazy how far that ball went. It was a weird goal because at first I thought it was a little bit of the uh, here's a real big throwback to both one of our previous episodes and early MLS that Danny Sapiro goal against uh, Columbus. Oh my gosh. It felt like that where Glesnes sends his long arcing ball back to Blake. Blake comes out, but it bounces in front of him and looks like it then goes over Blake. Like he misjudged it. It goes to the side. Yeah. Goes in that. But when it showed the replay, Blake, yeah, he does jump up in the air and he does get to the right elevation of the ball. The but the ball, like, the I don't know what it does. It's like a weird cricket pitch or something. It just bounced off the ground and just went just to the left of Blake. Uh, it just went right past him. Yeah. It was so weird. Again, rain, wind, wind, all that, you know, but it was just a weird goal. It was a weird goal. Yeah. And it really felt deflating, you know, nothing's deflating like an own goal. Yeah. Yeah, Glessness didn't uh, seemed a little shocked by things. Like I, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't get together and talk talk about it at that point. But yeah, I mean, the Union still hadn't given up a goal by Saprisa at that point, although they had <laughs> given up a goal to Saprisa. Uh, so disheartening. Uh, so yeah, that was 
about the 30th minute or so. Is that um, what it was? Yeah. According to the box yeah. score. Yeah. So, you know, the union held on to the, for the rest of the half, didn't give up a second goal. Although the Saprisa did have a couple of dangerous looks. Union and- had some opportunities as well in that first half. Um, it certainly was a back and forth game. Absolutely. And, uh, and then the yellow cards start coming out too in the first half. Cause there was this, so I was surprised by the first two yellow cards that went to okay. the Union players. Yeah, I, I would go ahead. So let's talk about so that one. There was a mix-up along the right-hand side mm-hmm. uh, around midfield for the Union. Carranza going in with one of the Saprissa players. And, and even that was a weird tackle. It was. Because like, Carranza got tripped up, and he he's falling backwards into the back of this guy's leg. Yeah. And it was an accident. I mean, it was like. Well, I don't think he got a card for that. No, no, no. I think he got a card for whatever it was he said when he got oh, up. Oh, and uh, yeah, I, I, they don't. They don't. Again, I wish the referees gave some better explanation as to why they were giving out yellow cards or you know mouth exactly <laughs> <laughs> something. Um, you know, just you know, you know, like chicken chicken dance, just the the squawking, exactly. something like that. Just so, <laughs> just so we know what he was that he got the. But I think I think he got the foul right. Wait, maybe, maybe, maybe it was a uh, what was it called again? A sarcastic foul? What was it? Oh, crit, um, <laughs> it was deserving oh, no. of a blue card. Yeah, right. Seriously, a cynical foul. Cynical, cynical. Yeah, That's what it was. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, Carranza gets tangled up, takes down the, the, the you know there was a mix up on the right hand side. Carranza and the and the Supriza player go down. Carranza gets up. I'm pretty sure it's because Karanda mouthed off to the referee for some reason mm-hmm. or another. He gets a yellow card immediately. Then Martinez, Our Martinez boy. has Our Martinez has Leo. to Martinez because <laughs> he's a Leo, right? Isn't that what Christy always says? Yeah. Our, so the Leo Our, comes out. Our favorite Leo. And uh, he mouths off, and the referee gives him a yellow card. But interestingly, yeah. the referee also gave a yellow card to yeah. one of the Saprisa players. Yeah. Um, was going I don't know if it was the Saprisa player that was involved in the tackle in the first place, or if he also said something and it was just the referee was just shutting it all down at this point. Yeah. But uh, yeah, 37. The the two union yellow cards are listed as the 37th minute, and then the Saprisa yellow card is in the 38th. Um, yeah. it actually briefly looked like he was giving that third card to Gajdog, but you know, it was then he then it was clear that he was facing a Saprisa player and, and, mm-hmm. and awarded that one. Uh, so yeah, all of a sudden towards the end of the half, yellow card, yellow card, yellow, yellow card. card. Um, but the union were able to hold off the rest of the game and 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 you know get the halftime only down from a, a known goal. Um, they definitely seemed to get more organized and and at start of the second half. Yeah, I don't know what Curtin had to review with everybody or mm-hmm. what he did to sponsor uh, uh, or uh, excite them or, or share with them. Um, Maybe promise a pizza party after the game. Whatever it was, seemed to settle them down, get them get their heads back in the game, and uh, yeah, they came out firing in that second half. They looked like a different team. It was a tale of two different halves, and um, you know, maybe it was a matter of just weathering the storm of the first half. Um, you know, the the longer Saprisa goes without scoring, the more the uh, wind we take out of their sails, the the more we dampen the crowd spirit. Although I will say, I don't know if it was just how the audio is mixed or if it was really like that, 
but holy cow, that stadium they were sounded loud. like an absolute cauldron. Mm-hmm. When that first goal went in, I, I think my subwoofer was like bottoming out. It was just, <laughs> it was so loud. It was so loud. Um, but yes, so the union came out in that second half and the, the momentum was starting, was clearly starting to shift in their favor. Yeah, I mean, they just started getting more penetrating passes. They were connecting passes. Mm-hmm. They started looking like they were enjoying themselves a bit. And as mm-hmm. we've talked about in the past, you know, you want to see which team is going to win. Take a look at which team is having fun out there. Exactly. And, you know, even down a goal, the unions were in this game. Um, and so there was a, 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 you know, the union that got up on the attack Ball ended up breaking out to the left hand side, and and Gaj Dog, I think it was, uh, no, uh, Wagner, Wagner, yeah, Wagner put it into the box, and Carranza just rose up. So the ball can come in from the left. Carranza gets it kind of middle of the box and puts it to the puts the ball back towards where it came from. So he hits it to the left side of the goal. So mm-hmm. the keeper's moving to you know from his right to his left and then the ball goes back to the keeper's right and he just had no chance at that yeah. and it was just a well taken header yeah yeah so. when that ball went in it did uh silence the stadium it did silence the stadium it did it really did um and i think the union you know up to that point playing they were they were playing again i'll use the word they were playing disciplined and so they get this goal and they equalize and they just maintain that discipline. You know, the, you, you get that excitement you get that um, joy mm-hmm. even, you know, you're starting to play, you, you just level, you just equalized and it just kept carrying them through. Um, well, there's a lot more goals were yet to come. So um, that was in the 55th minute that yeah. that first goal came. So they tied it up in the 55th minute. And they just kept the pressure on. Now it yeah. would take 20 minutes for them to find a second goal. And and one of the interesting things too was uh Aura comes out and Bedoya comes in. So one yep. Aura coming out is said something. You know, maybe he's just his legs weren't there, maybe it was a little gassed, but two, Bedoya coming in, really good to see that he's jumping in a game like that now. Um, arguably yep. with not maybe as much uh off season yeah training etc um so i was glad to see him conditioning the game yeah um, he and or both are relate to the preseason camp so they probably both need to come up on their oh, yeah. um, on their yeah. conditioning yeah good a little bit of a one for one maybe in terms of well fit, no because what fitness. they did is they shifted things around because it was um aura came out and um martinez came out Exactly. I think Martinez, like the commentators were saying, they they pulled him out just to avoid a second yellow card. I know, right? <laughs> and they put Bueno in. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, I I love Martinez. I think he's a great defensive midfielder. I think Bueno yeah. brings slightly more on the attacking side of the ball. Yeah, I agree. Which was an interesting switch because yeah. you know he's still solid on defense, but he's more he's more likely to penetrate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what they did then is they moved Sullivan from the right side of the diamond. To the to Aura spot up top, and they put uh, Bedoya then in the right side of the of the midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know if it was moving Sullivan up top where he played all season last year or what, but the next two goals were the same connections. Yeah, it was Sullivan yep. to Gajdog to Carranza yep. for the yep. goal. I, and I, 
they were beautiful. They were really well worked goals. Yeah. And I got to say, um, that makes Sullivan contention for the latest member of the Triangle of Death, right? Because with <laughs> the way Aura played, you know, it's the Diamond of Death. Now the DOD. Ooh, ooh, the DOD. There we go. <laughs> it's our new one for the season, folks. It's the DOD. We've gone from the Triangle of Death to the the Diamond of Death. And we'll see if McGlynn starts chiming into that as well, depending on who's on the field. Now we're getting to pentagrams. Yeah, right. But no, so the, the, the next goal came in the 75th minute, and it was a well-worked ball up the side. They found, uh, I think it was Wagner played it to, to Sullivan at the top of the box along the left-hand side. He saw Gajdog making a run to the left side near post. He fed it forward to to Gajdog, who played it, you know, straight across, and Carranza just beat the defender to to the, you know, in position, and, you know, the, the keeper was playing that side of the net. Tyronzer was right in the middle of the net. It was a it's simple but not easy play for Carranza to score that goal, yeah. the second that second goal. Just heads up, bang, bang, quick passes, well done. Yeah. Yeah. Chris and I were watching that game, and, man, when that second goal went in, I was just like, that was just textbook training right there. Mm-hmm. Um, training and muscle memory and – the they team were... remembering, oh, yeah, we are good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, they were playing that that discipline left led to that confidence. Yeah. You know? And I definitely felt like that was like two seasons ago when they were just steamrolling, right? There was that mm-hmm. confidence. And there was that swagger. That swagger. And there was a glimmer of that in that game, especially by this point. Um, and again, we've talked about this in the past, but I think sometimes when you bring those younger players in who aren't mm-hmm. who aren't afraid to try yeah. things, good yeah. things happen. And I think Sullivan was that spark for that second goal. Yeah. Um, and, and and that second goal in particular, where he got his he had to get his head up, and he did not have much time to get his head up to find Gosh Dog making that run was really that was that was I was eye opening yeah. to see from Sullivan. Yeah. Yeah. It was a. Uh... It was a little bit of a of a mature move to make, right? Because mm-hmm. he kind of quickly paused, shook that defender off briefly to give himself a little bit of space, and he just looked to see what his options were, and he made that that nice pass to Gosdog. Um, now the next goal happened four minutes later, uh, and man, that raining. this was just straight up speed yeah. kills. You know, yeah. uh, it was a long ball. From Harriel or from Bedoya, I can't remember which now. Up the right hand, right, right, right wing, and like we had talked about, somehow or another, Sullivan found another gear and just blew past that defender to get that ball and take it to the top of the eighteen yard box. Mm-hmm. This time along the right hand side, he does a cutback, gets his head up, see Gazjog that's making the run with him, plays it to Gazjog, who's more central but near the top of the eighteen yard box. And Gajdog's scanning before the ball gets to him. Once again, sees Carranza's got the inside edge on a yeah. defender, feeds it to Carranza, who one times it past the keeper. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. it was again, like you said, textbook, yeah. you know, training, training pitch kind of stuff. Just yeah. bang, 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 head up play, find the runner, make the pass, and yeah. finish. And that's the play. Sorry, that's the play where, where Sullivan with that breakaway down the right side does that yep. quick stop get some distance between the defender and makes the look yeah and it was it was total training ground it was great to see 
Yeah. Great to see. Just purely calculate it, perfectly execute it. So it will be interesting to see if, uh, uh, you know, if, if Sullivan either replaces or, or, or supplements the, the, the triangle of death or, or how that's going to play out. But certainly that performance was very, very positive. Mm-hmm. Um, I am interested to see, you know, what, what happens, you know, moving forward. Or it definitely looked like he was not as quick as, as Sullivan was on the night. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. If or you know gets a little few more weeks to build up his conditioning. Yeah. They start playing Sullivan on the more important areas. Yeah. Or do they, you know, punch, you know, one, two punch it where they they put Aura in to, to soften up the defense and then have Sullivan come in to finish it off. Absolutely. You know, I, I remember Sullivan having some moments of just pure speed last season. Oh, yeah. And uh, I mean, there were a couple of those long passes, breakaways, you know, by uh, with Sullivan and all that. Um, so it's kind of like you said, it's good to have, you know, it's good to have, you know, options. Yeah, two bullets in the uh, or two arrows in the in this in the quiver, in the quiver. as you say. Yeah. Um, and the other thing to do is I, for all the months we've been talking about Aura, just just not delivering. I mean, there are some games where he does. I think we all agree this season, man. I really hope Aura just just finds that off. groove, yeah, and just just does what we know we can do, and he just just starts racking up the score. You know, like basically, let's give um, Carranza a run for the money on on the top score score for our team. Absolutely, that'd be um, great. I'd love to see a, see a competition yeah. for that. Uh, so. Carranza did eventually come out after, you know, in the 79th minute, Carranza finished his hat trick and the 85th minute uh, Donovan mm-hmm. subbed in for Carranza. Uh, Quinn Our- Sullivan would be pulled off. Jack McGlynn would be pulled off in second mm-hmm. half stoppage time. Marcus Anderson came in for Sullivan as the second attacker up top and Raffanello went in for McGlynn in the midfield. Yeah. Um, and then the union then Saprisa finally would score their own yeah. goal yeah. uh in the second half stoppage <laughs> time. Um I don't know what your impression of this game of this goal was, but it to me it was sloppy defense. I mean, it was a well struck yeah. goal from the top of the 18-yard yeah. box, but the fact that they let him dribble it into the middle of the field like that at that yeah. spot, and then just seemed to be diving all over yeah. their all over the place and um, you know, Glasnow's missed the last chance to possibly make yeah. it a play on the goal, and Blake Blake really didn't have a shot at it. Uh, but it was just yeah. really felt like sloppy defense that because yeah. he was a defender and yeah. he dri- basically dribbled through the entire Union it, defense. That's yeah. It it really felt like one of those highlight videos, like on when you see online, where like you know, like the old messy ones where he's cutting through like five different defenders and he scores. And I remember watching that play unfold. He like. He gets past one of our guys and then around another. And then you could just feel in the back of your head like, oh, no, this is going to go in. You know, someone tries to slide tackle. He gets around them and it's like a bad, you know, it's like playing FIFA on this super hard level and you're slide tackling against the computer and you can't stop them. No. Like, oh. it just Yeah, everything went all slow motion. I'm like, this guy's going to score. Yeah. And sure enough, he gets the shot off and. You know, Blake watched it go in, you know, and it was just, he was caught looking. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, hey, hats off to Saprisa. Uh, it was a great goal, but Paul, I do agree. It was also, we our, our defense botched it. Yep. 
So at the end of this game, the Union end up with uh, three goals, giving up two. Yep. They get four yellow cards. Sapriza <laughs> got one. Uh, so we won get- on both both counts. <laughs> yeah, I think we uh, got but- a yellow card for every goal we scored. That's right. That's right. So that brings me to my question, right? So, so now the way this is going to work, right? When we go to game two, the Union have three away goals, uh, mm-hmm. which means even if like we lose the uh, Saprissa comes to Philly and they beat us one nothing, the yep. aggregate score would be you know three to three, but mm-hmm. that Saprissa only has one away goal. We have three away goals, and therefore we would win, right? So we Correct. got that nice buffer if we draw. We got a three away goal buffer. So that means Saprice has got to score. They have to win by two. They have to win by two. Or or they have to win four to three. Exactly. So that's that's a that's a big advantage for us. (laughs) But I like to make the argument. Technically, we have four away goals. <laughs> you know? So yes, but unfortunately, one of them was against us. That doesn't where in the rules does it say it's gotta be. No, I know, I know. Yeah, but you got to spin it, you know, one way or another. I also like to think now when Glesnitz gets the ball in our defense, everyone's going to start shouting, "Shoot!" No, oh, don't shout. shoot! Don't shoot! <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see what happens. Oh man! All right, so that was a good game from the Union. They definitely set themselves yeah. up for the return leg. Um, yeah. So good on them. And it was just good to see that confidence playing you know because yeah. during the preseason i'll be honest these preseason games while i know oh, they're playing see. with they're all different lineups all different players and it's just you know they're just trying out stuff nothing really was giving me a lot of excitement for the coming season you know yeah but uh this game was like they fielded a very serious lineup and they played a very um serious but then disciplined and then confident game so let's see more Keep of the that swagger swagging that's right Keep Let's the ride the swagger, swagger wagon. The swagger wagon, baby. Swagger wagon. Uh, I see merch. Uh, <laughs> I see our song selection too for this week. All right. Um, other other things. Uh, you know, t- talking about the roster. There was an interesting announcement MLS put out. I'm going to mm-hmm. read here a statement from MLS uh, on Kai Wagner. Following Kai Wagner's completion of MLS's restorative practices program and in keeping with the MLS-MLSPA joint anti-discrimination policy, Major League Soccer announced on February 19th that Wagner's previously announced three-game suspension will no longer carry forward into the first match of the 2024 season. Wagner is therefore eligible to play when the 2024 season begins. Wow. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess he, he followed all the anti-discrimination policy, uh, you know, all the trainings that he had to do. And, you know, I guess there was some sort of a mechanics in place that if if he did that and there was some honest, you know, evidence of of redemption or, you know, basically sincere uh, apology. Yeah. That, uh, you know, he was able to do it. And, you know, I, I'm grateful to hear I, I'm taking this to mean that he actually demonstrated some some sincere exactly. regret over exactly. what happened. Yeah. I mean, uh, as, as as much as when these bad things happen and they suck, it's good to see sincere amends being made mm-hmm. and reflect it in how the game goes forward. And, and I'm hoping know. that statement demonstrates that they saw that from it. Exactly. Yeah. 
So that means that he will be available to play against Chicago this weekend when they when they take them on. So you know, we'll see that. Uh, just just a question I had with with the way that this game went and Carranza's current contract uh, situation. Uh-huh. I'm wondering if this hat trick and you know hopefully Carranza's continued scoring yep. efforts mm-hmm. might lead to either. Uh, you know, a, a more legitimate offer from a team that he wants to go to, yeah. Or you know, we the union make a making a play and and get him signed. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he won't be cheap. I'm sure I would expect that he's looking to be paid better than Aura, because uh, all he used to do is look at the stats and be like, "Come on, you know, guys." <laughs> I know he does produce more. Yeah, I get that Aura is quite a bit older than me because I think Aura is like five years older than Carranza. Okay, but um, you know, to the same point, he could certainly make an argument that uh, Carranza is more valuable to the team recently, at mm-hmm. least in the last half season or season yeah. or so. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Definitely still waiting to hear on this Carranza contract situation to be resolved in some way, which would be nice. When uh, if a move does come, right? It, it, it's we're, it can't happen until the the transfer window in the summer, right? Or can it happen before that? There there are certain leagues that have different windows, and there are there are certain mechanisms that can happen outside the normal yeah. transfer window. But more than likely, if he's looking to get into one of the top leagues, it would be in that July transfer yeah. window. I'm hoping that it starts off with him re-signing a new contract for a certain length of time and then comes with a transfer transfer or not. Yeah, yeah. And I guess, too, then they would also have to buy out that contract that he just signed with us. Um, well, the transfer is of the contract. Oh, and true. The company, and then whoever he goes to pays the the whatever left gotcha. of, of the yeah. salary for the season. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. So. Other than that, not really a lot of roster news. Just uh, although they did pick up a couple of, I did see a couple more players were picked up for Union Two. Uh, I think we already talked about Brandon Craig being loaned out. And, yeah, you know, definitely some. They're starting to see some more post from the players that we aren't necessarily starting. Like, uh, well, not necessarily. Damian Lowe did get an article written about him this week, but they've been bring, you know, highlighting some people like Marcus Anderson, a new striker. And um, I'm going to, I'm going to apologize if I mispronounce his name. Owethu Mekanya. Uh-huh. Um, I think he's a midfielder or a defense. I can't remember where, but you know, it's good to see some of the, non-starters getting some recognition and some some coverage from yeah. the team yeah all right so it's a real shame that christy's not here tonight because <laughs> i absolutely wanted to get her impression of what was up with jim Curtin's outfit yeah. this, this this game against saprisa all i could think of was he's the man in black and mm-hmm. uh I'm not sure if I if I treat that more as a Johnny Cash thing or uh, Stephen King and uh, the Gunslinger series, where it's the man the McConaughey, in black. McConaughey version. That's that's uh, that's high praise. Well, I mean, I love that book, and I, that, that the first book, Gunslinger. You know, Stephen King talks about the the the, the first line wrote that book. It dragged yeah. him into that book. It's uh, the first line is uh, was it. The faceless man fled into the desert, and the man in black and the gunslinger followed. The oh, gunslinger. that's what it was. The man, the man in black fled into the desert, and the gunslinger followed. Yeah. And uh, you know, so Curtin 
completely you know, look good look very sharp in that black black uh suit but with the rain coming down and all i can't imagine it was very comfortable yeah well i noticed too like the suit it's like oh that's very non-mls because i know like his first few years as as coach he was out there sharp mm-hmm. suit that whole thing and then then he was doing like that more sports style athletic wear mm-hmm. stuff you mm-hmm. know, which also is really cool so he's maybe like traveling abroad he, he goes a little bit more classic coach uh you know fashion chic but um christy pointed out when you're watching the game i'm like oh yeah it's kind of like that whole like what celebrity does this person resemble and they had a shot of of curtain on the sideline and he's got on this black shirt and it was kind of like a off black color jacket and he had his glasses on and it's like oh my gosh it's james spader it, it just totally like james spader for really me. yeah um, i was wondering if it might have been more like a john wick you know, like somebody, somebody mm. should should mix up curtain on the sideline and have him doing John Wick stuff. I don't know. Yeah, maybe um, it was the glasses. I don't know. Yeah, but I can see that. Either way, either way, it was it was pretty good. We can ask Christy about it next week when she's back. Yeah, yeah. But talking close, uh, the union did dis- did release their mm-hmm. new home kit. Yeah, um, and you know, I haven't seen it in person, but the pictures look awesome. Yeah, it looks pretty cool, and I can't remember. I guess we've texted about it. I can't remember if we actually talked about it or texted about so, it. So actually Christy called it because last episode we talked about, you know, the thing, you know, what it might be. And uh-huh. she had mentioned the fact that they posted the XV on their, on their socials. Mm-hmm. And she's, so she had thrown out there, well, I wonder if they're going to include that yeah. in some way in the, yeah. in the Jersey. And sure enough, that center stripe is kind of a snake skinny looking, mm-hmm. but you see a lot of X's and V's in it. Yeah. It, it really kind of uh, hints at a lot of those items. And so, yeah, she definitely nailed that, that, uh, for, yeah. that prediction. Yeah, it's it's a layered aesthetic, right? Yeah, you say it looks like the pattern is these diagonal X's and V's, and then the coloring kind of makes it uh-huh. look like scaly, and then it actually does kind of have this slight serpentine mm-hmm. going down the front. Um, so um, yeah, I like it. I, I think it I think it looks pretty good. Uh I know there was some discussion, the price tag on some of these jerseys, it's it's getting up there. I don't want to sound like the old curmudgeon, but you know, back in my day, kind of things. But uh, but anyway, as 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 recent New Jersey's designs go, I, I do like it. I think it looks now, good. this is you know the only ones they've released prices for that you can order are either the replica or the authentic version of it. So my guess is there's going to be some sort of a t-shirt version of it sure. or something like that that's going to come out that's yeah. a little more moderately priced, probably. Yeah. You know. A third of the way into the season or halfway into the season you'll be able to find some of that stuff at the union yeah. store when you go down for the games um but i'm definitely tempted to pick up a cop pick up <laughs> one of these jerseys these, these yeah. look really sharp yeah yeah me too actually it, it's you know the simpsons jersey was a pretty interesting design different mm-hmm. um which is still part of our our kit lineup for that's season. our way they play warm in the saprisa game no that's right they did they did um, and I guess we probably just like a standard white alternate jersey. I'm guessing. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know what their third jersey is at this okay. point. I'm going to guess it's a white one. And then uh, I would think that's be that would make sense. Yeah, it's a safe. one. I mean, you know, remember show up to play soccer. You always bring a color jersey. Bring a white jersey. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it's cool. I like it. It's 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 a good way to honor this milestone too. I think. Which again, yeah. that's one more reason to get get one of these darn yep. jerseys. Fifteen years. <laughs> 
can't believe it's been 15 years. That's crazy. And Blake has been here for 10. That's nuts. How long is so Curtin is on? He's he's he well, he's been a coach in the system for 10 years. Yeah. I think he's been head coach for eight, I want to say. Hmm. I want to say he was under Hackworth for two, but I yeah. you know sure we could look it up once again if we did some yeah. research. Yeah. Or if somebody wants to just email us in, we pod at amorephillyunion.com. Yeah, feel free. There um, you go. You know, we, we we rely on you guys to keep us honest, or at least accurate. So please write in, let us know. All right, looking forward. Uh, Jim Curtin has been coached now for 27 years. <laughs> that has been really looking forward. I'm not going that far. Yeah, so once again, you're uh, uh, looking forward to the Union Games coming up yes. next week. We've got two of them. This is exciting. The season's really kicking off uh, here. It is. We got the season ho- home opener against Chicago on Saturday mm-hmm. and uh, at, at the Sub. And then we follow up with Saprisa on Tuesday at, at, in, in Philly. So this should is, be interesting. Again, this is that whole three so we're going we're doing three games in less than gosh what is that five days three games well no because yesterday was oh, the sorry. game so it's a week it is a week so sorry it's eight, eight, three games eight, eight eight days gotcha i wasn't using my toes when i was calculating this um, yeah uh, we lost that one to that lawnmower accident <laughs> no 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 and ever since then my math grades went down <laughs> um so looking at the Chicago game, it will be interesting to see if the rivalry feeling of this yeah, game right. continues as the Union didn't really like playing against Chicago yeah, and they year. didn't like playing us. It got chippy last year. I was a little it surprised. absolutely did. But then again, we also got chippy with uh, uh, Cincinnati. Again, it's kind of the familiarity breeds contempt. There's a lot of guys on those teams who used to be on our team. So maybe it's... Well, there's bit. one less familiar player now on uh, Chicago. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shabilko. Got mm-hmm. traded to um no he got uh, transferred or tra- traded oh he got transferred all right yes so Shabilko got transferred to um Swiss Super League uh, FC Lugano um which is um pretty cool I guess I mean I'm sad to see him leave our leave our league um and just has some stats here he was in MLS for what was it um five years yeah five half a decade so I guess that's five years where he uh, racked up 44 goals, 17 assists, and 133 matches. Uh, And he only played for both the Union and Chicago. Interesting. Yeah, it'll be sad to see him go. Um, I was actually just thinking when you mentioned it, I was was wondering which team Barnetto went back to play for. Because I thought he went back to one of the Swiss teams. Um, And I wonder if it might be this one. Maybe he's getting a chance to play with them again. I don't know. Just, 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 you know, something I was thinking of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I but I mean, good luck to Casper. Yeah. I hope, uh, you know, he has a good time playing there in Switzerland. It's definitely closer to home sure. for him. Yeah. Um, and and it's, it was a rough go in Chicago for him. Mm. You know, he came off that really, really, you know, two or two or three good seasons for the union yeah. um, and just couldn't keep it going in Chicago. Different, you know, it was a different support system around him and, and yeah. it didn't re- quite work for him the way that he wanted to, I'm sure. No Bastion Schweinsteiger there. The, uh... No, and certainly no gosh dog feeding him <laughs> balls. But yeah, so the Union will face Chicago on Saturday and then Saprisa on Tuesday. 
quick side note on uh on chicago fire um you know maybe it's a a, a um a little barometric reading of where mls is in the larger uh news internet space out there but when you google chicago fire the nbc show comes up first oh <laughs> and uh depending on which browser or, or search engine you're using there's several Chicago fires that come up before you get to the Chicago fire. Oh, so, yeah. Ouch. Yeah. So out of, you know, we, MLS, we still got our work cut out for us and we're getting there. Baby steps. You know, we got wow. messy. Now we just got to get above Chicago fire, the TV show. <laughs> well, those procedurals really do bring in the viewers. So it's tough, tough competition. Maybe every time someone scores, you just hear that Dick Wolf. Dong, dong. <laughs> All right. So um, I, I don't know. Do we want to talk any predictions or uh, I think we kind of start laid off that. I feel pretty good about both of these games. I yeah. Really what do you want to like, see? Let's say, what do you want to see in these games? I, I would like to see a rotated lineup for, for one of these games, either, either Chicago or the Supreza game. Um. And, you know, I, I, I think a comfortable, comfortable pair of wins would be what I expect. Yeah. I, I think with that three, two win at Saprisa, um, we can relax a little bit. I'm putting that in air quotes just so. Well, we can use our starters as subs if necessary. Exactly. So we can kind of throttle back hopefully for the the second Saprisa game next Tuesday. Um, I'd love to see the union just win on Saturday. I, I want to, Let's start the season off with a statement. Let's win. Doesn't have to be a blowout. Yeah, I, I'm, it could I, be. It's going to be cold out there. It'd be I'm nice not, to have something to keep the fans warm. Yeah, it is going to be cold. And uh, yes, C and I are actually going to be at the game on Saturday. Um, so we will be, uh, yeah. Layers. Warm layers. 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 <laughs> that or make sure we load up on plenty of Ikea meatballs beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see a nice definitive win on Saturday and an efficient win on Tuesday against Saprisa. Yeah. yeah. I'd be okay with them running out the, the first team on Saturday and a, and a yeah. more of se- secondary players on Tuesday with, and, and use the starters for yeah. backup if necessary. With super subs as needed. That's exactly. Right. That's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're going to have a lot of, hopefully a lot of fun news to talk about next week when, when we record with C back. Hopefully. Hopefully. Oh, so feel better, Christy. Yeah. Anything else for this week? No, I think I got all my notes. All right. Well, I think we've covered a lot. As a reminder, help us help the you challenge. Our yes. weekly challenge this week. Yes. Is a picture of uh of of something to do with the opening game. Either yourself watching it at home, you're at the game, you pick a picture of the of Subaru Park. Yeah. Something that, that gets across uh the union playing Chicago in Philadelphia at Subaru Park. Make sure you send it to us with an, you know, at us. Yep. Um, again, yeah, what are those ats? What are the ats for the different platforms? Yes. Our X or Twitter, it, we are a more Philly U. Instagram and threads, we are a more Philly union. Yeah. You can and find all of that information and more at our website, a more Philly union.com. Please reach out to us at an email. We're pod at amorephillyunion.com. Uh, yeah, you can also follow us on YouTube, Amorephillyunion, if you want, but you can definitely use our socials. 
But as a reminder, we have a very eclectic Spotify playlist. You can find it under <laughs> Amor Philly Union on Spotify, obviously. Make sure you uh, download, subscribe, get get our podcast wherever you get ours. You can certainly follow us on Podbean, uh, the website, mm-hmm. uh, or you can use Google, Apple, yep. Spotify, Amazon, etc. for all of your podcasting needs. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in for another episode of A More Philly Union. We're your reduced host. I'm Paul. And in the spirit of C, I'm E. Go, Go Union! excited about our our at at the u challenge or at the more philly u challenge at amp u at amp u it's getting a sounds more like pew 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 at amp u pew pew, pew. <laughs>